Radio. Let's talk pets. Hello, feline friends. This is Michelle Byrne, your host on Catitude. You know, I've done over a hundred shows on Catitude and I've had all kinds of interesting guests and interesting topics, crazy topics, uh, just all kinds of things. But I've never, never had a show like this. My next guest is going to marry his cat. You heard right. Marry his cat. I mean, I didn't even know this was a thing, but we're going to talk to him as soon as we get back. We'll be right back. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E.com. When we put him on the Dynavite, he took right to it. All of these symptoms disappeared. Dynavite is nutrition. If you want the dog to be healthy, you got to feed it something healthy. Something that he actually likes to eat. You need to put him on Dynavite. Dynavite for life. If you love your dog, you don't just want him healthy, you want him to be happy. You won't believe how happy your dog will be. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E.com. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. Welcome back, everyone. I'd like to welcome my guest, Scott Perry. He is on Catitude with us today, and we're going to talk about his um, upcoming wedding to his cat. Welcome, Scott. Hello there. Okay, so this is actually, we're doing the interview the night before, and for everyone listening, you'll probably hear it after the uh, wedding. So, Scott, let me ask you before we get into details, are you nervous? Oh, I'm extremely nervous, of course, yes. <laughs> night before jitters? <laughs> okay, so let's, let's go back a little bit and just tell everyone about how this came to be. So people always, you know, with relationship stories and, you know, your relationship with your cat and or there's all kinds of relationships, of course. But how did this relationship start with your cat who is named Olivia, right? Yes, yes. Or fiance, uh, I should say. Exactly. Well, five years ago, my girlfriend at the time and I went to Best Friends Animal Shelter here in Los Angeles in search of a cat. And a, a medium haired gray and white kitty named Colette jumped right into my girlfriend's lap and we decided, okay, this is the one. So we bring Colette home and we re-Christian her Olivia because she's an elegant lady and she immediately scurries under the furniture and she remains that way for about, you know, for a few months, you know, but she'd, she'd come out, but she was very shy and she would uh, tap me on my elbow in the middle of the night to feed her. So I started calling her tap tap as well. Cause that was her modus operandi there. But you know, after about six months, uh, my girlfriend left me and uh left the cat and oddly enough the cat started coming out more and more often so i do wonder if it's still some master plan by olivia here to um just make it she and i <laughs> maybe you know i mean sometimes they say what's meant to be happens cats can be quite sneaky so olivia and i've been together for about five years i've dated other women since but you know no long-term relationships but in any case as this uh quarantine came down and we went under lockdown 
Olivia has been my sole source of like any type of touch for the past like two months. You okay, know? Let, I mean, I've, let me just let everybody know. We're doing this interview um, like near end of May 2020. And because some people, Scott, might be listening to this three years in the future. And sure. I guess anywhere in the world, they'll go, oh, I remember that and go, what a weird time. So we've been in quarantine now. You're in Los Angeles. When did you guys start quarantine? It was the middle of March here, 2020. And, you know, in that time, I mean, yeah, we were under severe lockdown for those first few weeks. And since then, things have lightened up a little bit. I've become more comfortable hanging out with my friends with a little bit of distance in between us outdoors and stuff. But even so, with like social human contact, we still don't hug like we used to. We don't like, you know, kiss each other on the cheek or shake hands or anything. And that can be disconcerting to the human psyche. But, you know, Olivia's always been here, you know, and she's a loving kitty. Uh, she's a demanding kitty. You know, it's like she'll wake me up at five in the morning to feed her. She'll want to go out and like hang out and get some sun on the porch at nine o'clock in the morning. She'll, you know, uh, you know, yell at me to feed her or take her out whenever you know, a, the cat wants. But she's always been a loving cat, and she's been just a wonderful companion this entire time. A little backstory, I grew up in Alabama, you know, surrounded by kittens. Um, I had a mama cat who wasn't uh, spayed or neutered at the time. I forget the terms for which, uh, for which gender. But we always had a fresh batch of kittens every year in rural Alabama. And it was never a problem to take the kittens to school, and they'd find new homes by the end of the day. Now, fast forward a few years, things have changed since then, but... I've always been surrounded by animals. My neighbors were a, uh, a horse and a chicken. You know, I had a ferret and alligator, a tiny alligator, three or four dogs over the course of my childhood, and Sweetheart, who was always like, you know, bringing us, you know, delivering fresh joy every year with a new batch of kittens. In my adult times, I was either moving around too much, or in the 20 years that I've been in Los Angeles, I was going to conferences too much to actually tend to an animal. I love dogs just as much as I love cats, but dogs do demand a lot more attention and are a lot more loving, you know, in, in certain ways. And I live a block away from a, uh, a dog park. So whenever a friend would drop their dog off for me to babysit while they were out, as soon as the dog realized that there was a dog park a block away, it was game over because the dogs are always like, hey, man, I want to go to the dog park and I'd be too weak to say no. So I knew that in getting an animal, I needed something a little bit less aggressive and, you know, just as loving, if not more loving. And a cat was the proper choice because I grew up with you know, all types of animals. But yeah, I love cats just as much as dogs. And uh, you know, Olivia's been a special kitty. Yeah. That's pretty interesting. And so, okay, so then you decided to take the plunge and to become a pet parent. And now a pet spouse. Uh, yeah. Pet so spouse. And now a pet spouse. Yeah. But for the pet parent, so how did you find like where to go? Because you, you went to a shelter. Did you research shelters? Did you have a certain kind of cat you were looking for? No, we had no type of cat to look for. It's all based on personality. I'm not going to say I want a black cat or a calico or a tabby or anything like that. It was just you know, whatever was available and whatever personalities they are. I mean, we saw some you know really cute kitties, but some of them were just a little bit too silly. And you know, anyway, so um, but yeah, I, I'm pretty familiar with the, uh, the the pet scene around here. I did volunteer for some time at the Amanda Foundation, which is in Beverly Hills. I go to the animal shelters here that are run by the city and the county on a fairly regular basis. But uh, Best Friends Animal Society NKLA actually, you know, just happened to have a wonderful batch of of, of animals that day to choose from. And, uh, you know, they're very well-run shelter. And uh, so it was a no-brainer to go there. And that's where we made our decision. The reason I ask is I've adopted, my dog was adopted from a shelter. But all of my cats, and I have five, but two are outdoor because they're feral. But they've all adopted me. So I didn't have the choice. But I totally get what you're saying because dogs are a lot more work for sure. 
And, um, you know, I, I kind of even get the married part because my um, significant other, I think one of my cats is like his mistress. So he even has her picture over his bed. So I don't know what that means, <laughs> but, you know, so I get it. All right. So, so Scott, why did you decide to take the plunge and get married? I know you've been in quarantine for a while. It makes you a little bit, you know, jump in the walls kind of thing. But get married to Olivia? How did that happen? What made you decide to do this? There were actually a lot of uh, variables that came into the situation leading up to this. You know, uh, this time last year, there was a company called Party City that was closing some stores. And they actually had to, happened to have a few uh, wedding party type materials that were like on sale for dirt cheap. So I decided to buy them. So this has been in the back of my mind for some time. But it was just never the proper time to do it or it just seemed too silly. Fast forward to January of 2020. And a buddy of mine uh, named uh, Devin Lamoureux came over and did some personality shots of me. And some of those included me in a tuxedo. So I asked him if I could like bring out my cat for a couple of pictures. He's like, yeah, man. And those turned out really well. Well, okay. So between the party materials and the, the, the formal pictures that I had in my back pocket, it's like, you know what? With everything going on with this, uh, with this quarantine, it'd be fun to do something silly and raise a couple of dollars for my shelter along the way. So one night uh, in early May, maybe late April, I decided to set up a wedding on, uh, on Zola.com. So we were actually, quote, registered and made it kind of official. And then I just slowly started to roll it out amongst my friends and word of mouth came from there. We're going to take a short break and we're going to be right back. Hey, everyone. Michelle Fern here. You know, I have a whole zoo of fur babes and I'm always looking out for the best way to feed them and, and make sure that their health and well-being is really at its best. You know, 80% of the immune system is influenced by the gut and supporting the immune system through proper diet and digestive health really enables your fur babes to better fight environmental allergies. Well, Solid Gold is very passionate about gut health. Because a healthy digestive system really impacts the immune system and the overall wellness of your fur babe. They were the first holistic pet food company in America since 1974. They've been going strong for 45 years. And they have a recipe for any dog or cat's dietary needs, including healthy whole grain, grain-free options, wet food, supplements like sea meal, and 100% human-grade bone broth for dogs. Solid Gold's nutritional platform is inspired by their founding belief that high-quality food is the best way to impact our fur babe's mind, body, and spirit. Solid Gold foods are also different because they cleanse the digestive system with whole superfoods. They balance with living probiotics and fuel with omega-3 and 6 fatty acids, all of this supporting gut health and nourishing your pet inside and out. Right now, to see the Solid Gold Deal of the Week, go to solidgoldpet.com slash petlife. That's solidgoldpet.com slash petlife, and you'll see the Deal of the Week. That's right. It's solidgoldpet.com slash petlife, and you'll see the Deal of the Week and be on your way to getting your fur babe the nutrition he or she needs. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. Pet 
Welcome back, everyone. We're talking to Scott Perry and his upcoming wedding to his cat, which is actually tomorrow. And um, probably by the time you hear this, he'll be already married. And he were just gonna, he's just going to tell me. So now it's time. This is the time to do it. Oh, now more so than ever because, okay, so with the quarantine, you know, the value of pets is really shown as a real healer for human beings, you know, whether it's like uh, children who are learning about pets for the first time or adults that need a companion in isolation. You know, now's a great time to do this because animal shelters need just as much funds as anybody else out there. And they've done a wonderful job supporting and caring for the health of these animals until they're adopted. And then especially in this time of year, being the middle of May, it's kitten season. So there are a lot of shelters and fosters who have a lot more cats than they are able to find a proper home. So if I can help use this as a means to shine a light on the condition of the shelters and the fosters and, you know, find homes, happy, long-term committed homes for these animals and get some support dollars along the way for these shelters and uh, fosters, then I've done my work. Okay. Before I ask you, I have some questions that are just buzzing. I'm actually so glad you're doing this. And also to find out that you're not really crazy that I don't think you're going to, you're not consummating the relationship, right? I mean, (laughs) not that far, right? No, 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 no. Okay. So there's there's a great purpose for this, which I love. And yes, you're so right. There's kitten season. It varies a little, but it's around like April to October. And what so many people don't realize is that there's like you were saying you had kittens and when you were growing up as a child like there were kittens all the time and you just brought them to school people don't realize that there are so many out there during this time it's crazy it's insane so this is a great time and even though quarantine is lifting up a little bit it's changed people have changed you can't get the same hugs from people that you used to just from you know, if you have a significant other or someone in your household, otherwise no touch, right? So who do you have? Your fur babe, right? Exactly. So great timing on all this and all the on everything to get that cat or dog. But here we're catitude. So get that cat from a shelter. What do you hope comes out of your I'd say wedding slash you know, marriage as far as for people to get? Um, one, I hope they find the joy and love that I've found with my forever friend. Two, I hope they support the uh, shelters and fosters out there who are supporting these animals and keeping them healthy until they can find a home, uh, whether it be through direct adoption or, you know, direct funds. And, you know, three, I hope that like, uh, you know, even children learn to like, you know, learn the love of an animal and everybody realizes that owning an animal is a lifelong commitment. It's not just like, oh, you know, I'm lonely, I'll get a cat or I'll get a dog and, you know, like that's it and hold on to it for six weeks until it becomes inconvenient. It's like, no, this is a lifelong commitment. So in the long run, um, I do hope that at some point this becomes a national and international thing where, you know, people have, you know, commitment ceremonies with their animals, you know, I mean, hopefully for the children. No animal, I know we like to play dress up with our animals from time to time, especially kids and, you know, do tea parties and all that. And I don't think any animals really love to be dressed up. They just tolerate it because, you know, we want to get a couple pictures for the Instagram and stuff. But one day I'd really like to see young children have you know, commitment ceremonies with their animals in their backyards. You know, and I know that kids naturally love their pets. I mean, just the love that, that comes between the pet and the, the children is a wonderful thing. 
you know, I hope that like parents encourage uh, adopting an animal so that they learn responsibility and they learn about love. And, you know, sadly enough, they'll learn about loss as, you know, these animals, you know, grow to be 15 or 20 years old, but this is the part of life and it's good training to learn empathy and, uh, and, and connection with another being. Scott, those are some those are some great ideas. I especially like when you mentioned the like a commitment ceremony, like you said, especially with children. And they always say at shelters, and and I've had so many guests say this. Remember that cute little kitten will grow up to be a cat, and you know cats have their personalities. And just like when they're cute little kittens are cats, and that doesn't mean goodbye, cat. You know, you make the commitment. It's the commitment for the life of your fur babe, and that's just how it is. Exactly. 100%. Okay. So tell us a little about the wedding. What's going to happen? I know you have a um, Zoom link and, and a website set up and we'll have that on the stag. We have a page on petliferadio.com for this episode. So that's a page that stays up. So if some of you are hearing this sometime in the future and you're like, shoot, I wish I could see that wedding. Well, I believe you can because we'll have the link and I think you're doing a video of it, Scott. Yes, indeed. It's going to be uh, the, the wedding itself is going to be broadcast live on Instagram at noon Pacific time on Saturday, May 23rd, 2020. Now, of course, most of you might not be hearing it until after this airs, uh, most of them, well, until after the, the wedding is, has happened. So what we're doing is we're making it very simple. All you have to do is go to Scott Perry on Instagram and it'll be there. Scott Perry is my Instagram page. At this moment, I have a link to the wedding page, which I'm sure in time will come down. But for right now, we're going to broadcast live uh, Saturday, May 23rd, 2020. And then we'll take the recording. We'll place it on there and place it wherever else we can, whether it be YouTube or Facebook or whatever uh, social media properties allow us to do it. And the process is going to be very, very simple because you know we're still in isolation here. And I don't want to overwhelm the cat with people. And I don't want to potentially receive or give uh, the COVIDs to anybody. You know, because I haven't been tested and I'm, you know, I'm, I've had zero contact with people, but you know, there's a lot of asymptomatic stuff out there. So my health is just as much a concern as my guests health. So in my apartment, I will have one friend come over to officiate and everything else will be set up very simply for a no touch environment. You know, it's just simply uh, a cell phone with a selfie stick, a ring light. I've got my earbuds. Uh, my buddy will have a uh, lapel mic that plugs in. We'll have uh, an eight minute video with uh, music underneath, with uh, images of myself and my cat playing behind me. We'll have uh, some music on uh, Apple Music with a special wedding playlist for songs that are perfect for the wedding. And uh, we'll have a couple surprises here and there. But um, it's going to start with a, you know, a five-minute preface, just me talking about you know, our history and what I see to, you know, coming from this. And then we'll uh, get into the ceremony, which will be short and sweet, because as much as I love my cat, as much as everybody wants to see a full-blown ceremony, I don't want to freak the cat out. You know, I mean, she's right. been very patient. She's been very patient with the uh, the photo shoot because I actually got a, a little $18 dress off of Amazon. I put it on her and it fit perfectly. And I did a photo shoot. So I had photos for the social media leading up to the event. But the photo shoot itself was like less than 10 minutes because she was being very patient. And she was being, you know, loving and just patient with me. But, you know, I don't want to drive the cat crazy. I right. get it. Ten you minutes know? actually is pretty good. And being yeah. dressed up, I don't think any, I can get any of my cats. Maybe Dennis. He, maybe he would wear something. Oh, oh, he did. I actually got a sweater on him once. But the other ones, forget it. Molly, yeah. forget it. I like my arms. I don't need them to have slashes. So, you know, you can only go so far. But 10 minutes is pretty good. 
I think the, the final two, she was just like lying down on the, on the floor, just going, all right, dude, we're done. You know, it's like, I get it. You know, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna drive her crazy. You know, it's just it's something fun and simple for everybody to have a little bit of fun. But yeah, if I spent my days, you know, just dressing up my cat and playing tea parties, people would definitely commit me. But you know, I'm a logical human adult. And, you know, this is, this is, you know, something for fun with my friends, but it's grown into something much bigger. And I hope that, you know, people take it to heart. And, and has a good purpose because you're promoting, you know, um, adopt, don't shop, which is good and hitting up your shelters and all of that. So the whole message is great. I have a great question for you. Since you found your perfect cat soulmate, what do you recommend for people that are listening that maybe haven't taken the plunge to getting a cat and have thought, you know what, I should do this. How do you suggest they find that perfect cat for them, for themselves? Take your time, you know, I mean, understand what your time commitments are and what your, um, what your space commitments are, because, uh, you know, some people might have a great backyard and can allow for their cat to roam around. When I was growing up, my mama cat, she would leave the house and not come back for days. And we never missed her because we always knew that she'd come back and she always did, you know, fast forward to now, there's no way I would let my cat be on the porch because you know, I don't think she could fend for herself and I'd be afraid other people would take her. So, you know, I know my limits and I know my cat's limits. So that's important. You know, know, understand how much time you have to commit to your animal because, you know, a dog will require a lot more presence and time than a cat will. Go for a test drive, you know, go to uh, the animal shelter and don't just pick up, don't just take the first cat you find. Now, sometimes it's real kismet. And that can be a wonderful thing, but it's not always that way because you want to know how that cat interacts with you, how the cat interacts with the family, how the cat interacts with other cats, how the cat interacts just in general. You know, we got very lucky because at first I thought that our baby was, you know, totally, you know, a social cat and just jumped right in my girlfriend's lap. But, you know, we brought her home and man, she just stayed hidden away for the longest dang time, you know, but I mean, she was, she wasn't a total scaredy cat. She definitely was not feral or mean or hissing or anything, but she just wasn't as warm and friendly as we'd originally hoped or thought. So, you know, definitely take your time in finding the right animal that fits your personality. You know, on, on the dog side of things, you may think that you want a big dog, but when you realize like the amount it's going to cost to feed the dog, how much you know, space the dog takes, how much furniture it's going to be on, those are important considerations, you know, but people tend to go, they'll watch something on TV and they'll think it's cute and they'll think it's funny and then they'll go with it. But then they realize, well, this isn't the right animal for me. So it's very important to spend the time to find an animal breed that matches what you want, but also find an animal within that breed that matches with you personally so that you guys connect. That's great advice. Fabulous advice. Also for um, people listening, you know, sometimes and I just had gotten some emails from or DMs from uh, Instagram about this. Somebody was looking for Maine Coon. And sometimes, you know, we, we do get stuck on a certain breed or something because of their, how they're generally how their personality is and so forth. There's also a lot of shelters that are breed specific. I know for dogs, I don't know how specific for cats, but there are, you know, quite a few. So that's a possibility too. How do you find that in your area? Cause you're across the country. Oh gosh. You know, you just hop online and find, you know, you just, you, you there, there are multiple. Yeah, you, there are multiple shelters out there, and some of the shelters may be a holding place for multiple uh, uh, fosters. You know, the thing about uh, uh, Best Friends Animal Society is they actually work with a lot of different fosters and bring in those animals. I'm not quite sure of their internal protocol and how they deal with that, 
But, you know, uh, you can, and, and the good thing is the way the internet works these days is there's plenty of material online to go to look at in advance. Um, and, you know, just find, uh, you know, the right place, find the right animal. Well, Catitude's a great resource, too, because the first post, which is um, Tom Doc, did a lot of episodes on cat breeds. So if you're not sure, like my first cat was Dennis, and I didn't know he was part Maine Coon. And they're like dogs. And I grew up with dogs. So I thought all cats were like that. And then I got Molly and Charlotte. And no, cats are like cats. <laughs> so, you know, sometimes you get tricked a little bit. But this is such great advice. And I'm so excited for you, um, Scott. And so happy you're doing this. All right, Scott. Well, I wish you all the best on your wedding. Congratulations. Thank you for doing all of this because you're bringing a lot of attention to so many great shelters that are out there. And hey, any uh, words of advice for our guests that are our listeners that are considering adopting or any, you know, last words? I mean, I don't know if they'll marry their cat too, but this is more about commitment. So yeah, the biggest thing is just, you know, no matter where you are, support your local shelter and support your local fosters. You know, these people are doing God's work, uh, raising you know, healthy animals. And uh, the best thing you can do is help them find happy homes for all their fur babies. Well, I wish you the best. Congrats. Mazel tov. What else do we say? Cheers. Meow. Meow, meow. I don't know. I don't do meows very good. The kitties are not in the studio too right now because otherwise it'd be crazy. But I wish you all the best. Tell everybody your Instagram again because then they could find the pictures and the video of the wedding and all that. So what is it again? Sure. The Instagram is Scott Perry, S-C-O-T-T-P-E-R-R-Y. Very easy to spell, very easy to find. Okay. Uh, Just look on Instagram and you'll find the, the still pictures and the video and all kinds of fun stuff. Okay. Well, thank you for coming on Catitude and... Best of luck to you and Olivia. Thank you so much. You have a wonderful day. Well, that was a really fun show, and I hope you enjoyed it. Uh, Not every day we talk to someone who's marrying their cat. It's great having Scott on. I'd like to thank my cat crew, which is Dennis and Molly and Charlotte and Sammy and Jethro. You know, I strongly believe in adopting and I didn't really have a chance with any of my cats because they all found me. So, but there's so many great cats in shelters. There's, and there's so many wonderful shelters out there. Please take a look. And especially now because it's kitten season and there's just so many. And uh, they make, you know, great pets. It's, they're great to have, especially during our quarantine. And maybe it'll be the new normal coming up in a few months. So think about adopting a cat. And thanks to my guest, Scott, for coming on the show. Thanks, of course, to my producer, Mark Winter, for making me and my guests sound fabulous. And of course, thank you to everyone listening to Catitude. I hope you enjoy the show and keep listening. We have so many great shows and interesting shows coming up. Let's Talk Pets, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.